Welcome to Living Bread Radio Presents, a program designed to teach and evangelize about the Catholic faith through various speakers and presentations given throughout the area. Today's show features Father Nicholas Mancini, a priest of the Diocese of Youngstown, Ohio, and his series entitled Blessed John the 23rd, a biography of the man. And now, Father Nicholas Mancini. Welcome back, friends, to our series on Blessed John the 23rd. As we come now to this final program in this dramatic but yet so lovable Pope who gave so much to the Church, his love, his vision for Vatican II, and what he hoped and dreamed would become the council that would bind together in the unity the love of God's children. John had that collaborative spirit, and he enjoyed working with others. He respected their abilities and happily allowed them to do things on their own responsibly in the realm of their competence. He delegated well and provided others with the encouragement they needed. He relied on the persuasion rather than authority to influence events. Since his mind sometimes saw distinctions and concerns others did not, he often judged that a different course of action should be pursued. Yet he did not forcefully overrule others. He bided his time, slowly convincing others to consider alternatives. This was John the 23rd. And as the cancer began to spread within his stomach, John now was coming to the realization that he wanted to give not only the council something to spring forward with after his death, but he wanted to give the world a message of true hope besides this council that his successor could lead the council into a second session if the Lord took him home in a way that would be dramatic, peaceful, and set the stage for that peace on earth in this era of the Cold War that was plaguing the hearts of men. That document would be Pachamenteras, as we spoke of earlier. Peace on Earth, issued on April 11th of 1963, it still remains the most famous of the 20th century encyclicals. And established principles that featured in some of the documents of the Second Vatican Council and of later popes, it was the last encyclical drafted by good Pope John the 23rd. 
this document, Peace on Earth, was to truly be that bond of Christian understanding for all men. John writes and establishes that every man has the right to life, to bodily integrity, and to the means which are suitable for proper development of life. How true those words ring out, echoing from Vatican II and from Parchamentaris in this 21st century when abortion is so rampant and euthanasia knocking at the doors of our elderly. John's insights was to bring that counsel to the world of the next century that mankind could find that properness and that boldness and integrity to develop life, not to destroy it. For life, he says, is that precious gift from God. This document, this springboard by which his successor, Paul VI, would have to rely on as the guiding force into the second session of the Council. This document, this encyclical of the human rights of individuals is that quality by which John Twenty-Third wanted the Second Vatican Council to be in the light of that goodness of Jesus. John labored over this document, this encyclical. He wanted it to go forth as a legacy, his last testament as it were, the last voice crying out in the wilderness that the world would come to an understanding that what Vatican Council II was to be about was to be that binding force of Pachamenteris, peace on earth, goodwill to men. He wanted the fathers to go forth from that council with not only the documents of the Second Vatican Council, but with this encyclical in hand as the springboard to lead the world into the future generations into the light of Jesus Christ. John wanted this spiritual growth not to be a strength of one person, but of many. He wanted it to become the legacy of church itself. He wanted it to live in the hearts and the minds of the souls of all people, of every time and place, of every age, of every generation, that they could draw 
the spiritual wisdom from Vatican Council II and from Pachamenteras to see the wisdom, the wisdom of a God who loves them, of a God who wants peace for his children, that he numerated the rights of the human person to life, respect, freedom, and education, as well as working towards the end of nuclear weapons and an arms race. He wanted the church to be that guiding force, that peace on earth. He wanted the church to bring that establishment and all of the documents of Vatican II to the Catholic faithful to present them as it were the tools, the instrument by which they could extend out and reach out to others to touch their lives in a spirit of peace. Yes, John the Twenty-Third was growing very tired. His illness was being seen now more and more in this lovable, jolly Pope, his face becoming drawn his steps becoming labored. But through it all, he wanted to bring about this order and understanding that what was happening was the fruits of Jesus' love. When we come back, we will bring to a close the legacy and the love of this good and blessed man. Back in a moment. We'll return to Living Bread Radio Presents after a short break. This is Monsignor John Kozar, National Director of the Pontifical Mission Societies in the United States. The Quill family decided to start a new life, a life of missionary service. Mother and father and their two young children made a two-year commitment to live, work, and pray in Honduras. There, they would help provide care to some 100 orphans. Both adults had long dreamed of being missionaries, and this, they said, was where God was calling them to serve. How will you serve the Lord today? In all we do, even in the little things, we should reveal His love and joyfully proclaim His message of salvation. It's a lesson from the missions. Brought to you by the Pontifical Mission Societies. To learn more about becoming a missionary right where you are, visit our website at onefamilyandmission.org. Remember, if you're baptized, you're a missionary. Through prayer and sacrifice, in word and witness, we're all part of this one family and mission. And now the conclusion of today's production of Living Bread Radio Presents. 
Welcome back. As we now are bringing to a close our discussion on Blessed John the Twenty-Third, the Pope of the Second Vatican Council, the Pope of Peace, the Pope who wanted only to bring the light of faith into the hearts of so many. John's spirituality now was the most important complement of his leadership of wisdom. Even in the frailness of his movements of his body, John's inspiration was seen as a light upon lights. John demonstrated his love for Jesus even to the bitter end. His spirituality lived through the power of the Spirit, that Holy Spirit, by which now he was guided to write this encyclical, Pachamenteris. This unity, this bond by which now John would leave, he wanted the Council Fathers of Vatican II to understand. He wanted the Fathers to understand that if this Council was to do anything, he would hope that it would bring peace to a complex, fragile world. Cardinal Sunans summarize it this way. If one had to express it all in one word, it seems to me that one could say that John the Twenty-Third was a man surprisingly natural and at the same time supernatural. Nature and grace produced in him a living unity filled with a charism. Everything about him sprang from a single source. He was natural with a supernatural spirit. Filling his lungs, as it were, he breathed the faith just as he breathed physical and natural health. He lived in the presence of God. Those beautiful words truly echo the spiritual strength that this good Pope had. The dimension of his leadership, the glory of his love for people and the church. His glory and his love for the holy sacrifice of the Mass and his awareness of what he wanted Vatican Council to be and to become for the people of the world now had to reach out into the far vastness of space and time as he was growing weak each day. But he did manage to take the pen and sign his name to that great encyclical, Pachamenteris. 
this. Is that relationship between man and God, between life and the dignity of every person, it is what he wanted the council to become. He wanted it to be based on the right of every person to exercise the beauty of faith that the Second Vatican Council would become for each and every person a source of strength, of unity, of peace, of oneness. And that parchmentaris that would be given to all people would be understood as that document to bring peace on earth which all men of every era have most eagerly yearned for and can be firmly established only if the order laid down by God be observed. Yes, the dignity and the rights of every person John envisioned during his last months and as the illness was spreading and John was growing weaker, this meek and good shepherd, this gentle, enterprising and courageous, simple and active man carried out his duties as Pope even to the very end he wanted the church to understand that it must, it must carry the light of Christ into the world that was fragile and broken. That this council must become the great vastness for people to draw spiritual strength from that they must become missionaries and evangelize in the name of the Lord, to be peacemakers, to be gentle and understanding and enterprising, to carry out the Christian duties of the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, welcoming those of every nation and faith, bestowing upon his bishops the understanding that they must have a fatherly care, as did the early apostles. He wanted the world to understand that if it is to continue, it must have peace. It must seek that peace. It must find peace and lay down the arms of evil that destroy the human race. He wanted this council to spring forward and launch an extensive renewal by which one could relate themselves with Jesus Christ in the spirit of the gospel, to live the gospel, 
and to actively participate in the message and the love of which the early apostles, those first bishops and priests, so much went out to proclaim and were willing to lay down their lives in the name of Jesus. John the 23rd wanted this Second Vatican Council to be that evangelizing mode, not to divide us, but to unite us. He wanted us to understand the greatness, the greatness of that love. He wanted us to understand that we must truly live up to the expectations of our faith, that the Christian understanding and our relationships with others must be in that bond of unity. On establishing that universal peace in truth, justice, charity, and liberty, that was his goal for Vatican II. He convoked the Roman Synod established the commission for the revision of the Code of Canon Law. He was present as bishop in his Diocese of Rome through his visitation of parishes, especially those in the new suburbs. The faithful saw in him a reflection of the goodness of God and called him Good Pope. He was sustained by that profound spirit of prayer and wanted that Second Vatican Council to carry on in that spirit of prayer. That is what John XXIII had envisioned for the future of the Church. To be filled with joy in the prospect of love to the direct care of souls as he would tell the bishops and the council fathers that they must do care for the souls entrusted to them to let the council be that springboard and launch into the, the modern world the message of the light of hope. Pachamenteris would be that springboard to launch us into the new age. His successor, Paul VI, would have to carry on the cross to lift up and continue where John had left off. On the evening of June the 3rd, 1963, Pope John XXIII died. In a spirit of profound trust in Jesus and of the longing for his embrace, this good and holy Pope, affectionately known by all as good Pope John, gave up his spirit. Yes, Vatican II, his dream, Pachas and Terras, 
the springboard of hope and peace. All that is, that was, and that will be was now given up, but will continue in the goodness of his successors. From Paul the Sixth to John Paul the First in his very short reign, to John Paul II, now blessed, and now to Benedict the Sixteenth, the legacy and the love of the spirit of Angelo Rincalli, a little boy who had the dream to be nothing more than a country parish priest, who became a lovable, good father to all, known as Good Pope John the Twenty-Third, leads us in the light and in the glory of the gospel message of Jesus. I am the light of the world. Blessed John the Twenty-Third, pray for us as we continue to grow in the spirit of your love. If you would like to learn more about Blessed John the Twenty-Third, I refer you to a very, very good book written and entitled Pope John the Twenty-Third, Model and Mentor for Leaders by Father Bob Bono. You may purchase this book at St. Raphael's Bookstore in Canton, Ohio. There, stop in and see the other books and tapes on good Pope John the Twenty-Third. And may you grow in the Spirit and learn about Him, the Pope of Peace. I am Father Nicholas Mancini, and I hope you've enjoyed our series on Pope John the Twenty-Third. May God bless you and keep you in His loving care. We hope that you've enjoyed this production of Living Bread Radio Presents. For a copy of this program on compact disc, call 330-966-2903 or send an email to orders at livingbreadradio.com and reference the program broadcast date. This has been a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. Join us again next week at the same time for more Living Bread Radio Presents.